0: seems to be a day that, that all kinds of bad stuff happens. Okay, again, in time there's the uh, at Miraglin, the Hubert Bayt Rishon, the Hubert Bayt Sheni, and Tunis Rufus plowing up the Harabayit. And some, well, we know that World War One started the day after. Uh, the Gerush, the, the, um, the, the expulsion from Spain in 1492. And then there are all kinds of others that we have to check up. You know, there's the deportation from the Warsaw Ghetto. Uh, 1290 deportation of Jews, from, expulsion of Jews from England, and the York program of 1190. Did you know that Believe it or not. Or check it up on Google. What? Did that like, did that I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I tell you, I remember the the up- uprooting of the Jews from Katif, from Kut's Katif. Was supposed to be, I remember very clearly, Sharam. Um, scheduled it it was exactly on Tisha B'Av wow. and someone told him like a week or two before that you understand that you're doing it on Tisha B'Av and as a result he delayed it by three days which is quite interesting it depends where you stand politically but it, it's 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 a sad day yes okay now let me I'm going to go over the halachot the Tisha B'Av so you have Surah Mavsekhet, the basic definition. It's a suda that you're not going to eat another Surah afterwards. That's the basic definition. There are more mentions that you should eat a big meal before Mincha, Daber Mincha, and then after Mincha, have this uh, the Surah Mavsekhet. I said, word to the wiser, start hydrating yourself a good 24 hours before. This year, Tet uh, Bab actually falls out on a Shabbat, and therefore all the halakhah of Surah Mavsekhet do not apply. You just have to stop eating need the Ba'odiyah, meaning Ba'ishkiah. As soon as the sun sets, you have to stop eating, even on Shabbos. Now, but in a normal year, not this year, when you do have a Sudam so, halakhically you're supposed to have one cooked item, and that cooked item should not be meaty. It shouldn't be meat. You're allowed to add on, technically, you're allowed to add on as many other non-cooked items as you want, but that's not the minnow. Okay, um, drinking, one should drink a little bit less than you normally drink. Now, the suggested menu, or what the minogiz, is, is to, to eat dry bread and a hard-boiled egg, sprinkled with a little bit of ashes, and to do so, eating while you're sitting on the ground. That's the, the uh, suggested, the customary menu for Sudan Afsaket. And you're also supposed to say, before you start, you're supposed to say, Zu, Sudat, Tisha Okay? Do you put ashes on your bread? I put ashes on my bread, I put ashes on my egg. How much, how much ashes is a matter, matter of taste? You know, but <laughs> I do, I put ashes on both of them. you only put that one cooked item? Yes, one cooked item. Besides bread. Well, do you, no, you don't have one. More. So no, no, the dinner sum mm-hmm. of second is one cooked mm-hmm. item. To be dairy or it can't be meat. A part. What does, what does it can't it be meat. meat. What? what chicken? Is that no, different? no. It can't be meat or chicken. We know how we don't. You know, we, consider, we don't make a differentiation. Again, it doesn't make a difference. The minhag is to eat a hard-boiled egg, and that's what one should do. Now, even though you're sitting down eating on the floor, sulemafseket, the halachah of availut has not yet started tissue Shabbos, and therefore. Um, it's mutter, as an example, to wash with cold water. You know, it's mutter to wear leather shoes. It's mutter, after you finish the Surah to sit on a chair. Because Tishbuf has not yet started. Uh, also, during the Surah Nafseket, you shouldn't have three males over the age 13 uh, eating in one area in order not to create a zimun. If a person forgot, and sat together with three males, halakhically, you do not make a zimun, okay? Now, it is worthwhile to think to yourself that when you finish the suram of 2nd you're not planning on fasting, meaning you could finish the suram of second and bench, and then afterwards, if you want, you could have a drink, you could even eat an apple, you're allowed to eat after the suram of second it's better to think to yourself that you're not macabre, uh, a you didn't accept upon yourself a tanit. However, if a person didn't think that, it's still mutter for the person after benching, if there's still time, if it's before Shkia, it's mutter to eat or drink. Okay? Questions so far? Excellent. Now, I mentioned before that normally the beginning of uh, minhag Rewood starts with sunset. Unless a person accepts upon himself earlier, normally it starts with sunset. This year, Tisha B'Av out on a Shabbat, and as a result, is pushed off to Sunday. And therefore, you have a situation where you're ending Shabbat, and Tisha B'Av's entering. Now, Shabbat, you're in Shabbat clothes. Leather shoes. But on Tisha B'Av, you're not allowed to have leather shoes. So what do you do? So there are two um, solutions. One is, before Shabbat, you bring in a bag a pair of non-leather shoes leave them in shul over Shabbat so that right before Baruchu, you know, after Tzedek HaVim right before Baruchu, you take off your shoes and then you dab them without, without your shoes on for, for, for uh, uh, Mariv uh, the other solution is that some shuls do is they just schedule Mariv later than normal Fifteen minutes, where after after Shabbat ends, or whatever 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 is needed, so that people can go home, take off their shoes, you know, put on whatever they would normally wear for for Tish and then go to go to shul. Um, <coughs> in Beit Knesset, they, this year they will make a bracha of Borei Maorei ha'esh on 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 a havdalah on on um, candle after Tish Shabbat is over you say the rest of Havdol, okay? After Tisha B'Av is over you may come out there. Talmud Torah, now as I'll be mentioning in a moment, Talmud Torah we don't learn, we don't learn Torah on Tisha B'av per se. The Minog is to refrain from learning Torah after Chatzot on Erev Tisha B'Av, okay? Uh, meaning from Chatzot on, which is around one something this right this year, you will refrain from, from learning Torah. The Gura, and his Talmud, the Chayadam, uh, felt that this was a Chumra Yuteira, an extra Chumra, meaning a person doesn't have to be so machmer, going to them that you're allowed to learn Erev Tushabav. This year, since it falls out on the Shabbat, so the Taz, Meshav that you can be made, of course, Meaning, you don't, don't have uh, this, this uh, provision on Shabbat, you could learn Torah up until Shkia. Yes? Um, two questions. Do you make them with something until after Shabbat? No. So, no with something at all? No. So, you just do it. And, and this year, the facts are later than normally? No. It starts at sunset this year? Even though yeah. though so you, or you get Shkia, you're supposed to stop eating. Excuse on you know, Shabbos, know. Shabbos, yes. yes. Shabbos and yeah. And then, you have you have the us say, somewhere. Whatever. Uh, let's say, and then, then you start in March. Right. And you ate on. Okay. Next, what um, mm-hmm. things are also on Tisha B'av? So there are basically five: Rechitza, Sicha, Neilata Sando, Tashmishamita, and Tamutora, We could add on an extra two. Um, shalom meaning greeting people and Melacha work which we'll also discuss now i will go through them one by one the first thing is Rechitzah it is prohibited to wash even in cold water even to put your finger into water just to cool yourself off uh, is also on Tisha B'av. however, to wash your hands to remove dirt is mutter any type of dirt that you normally would wash your hands for during the week, you're allowed to wash your hands for on Shabbat. If a person goes to the bathroom, and also in the morning when he wakes up, so halachically, you're supposed to wash until the knuckle, the, your knuckles of your hand, okay? Um, however, in other words, not wash your whole hand, just your fingers, till your knuckles. However, m- medicinally or medically, person goes to the bathroom, we're quite aware of germs and hygiene, medical hygiene is very important. Anytime, you should wash with soap and with water, at least up to your wrist. And I would tell you, it would be much to do this every day of the year, not just on Tisha B'Av. And you go to the bathroom, you have to wash with soap. And therefore, washing your entire hand up to the wrist with soap on Tisha B'Av is mutter, because it's the same dinner as Rafi'etz of Lichlof, basically removing dirt even if there's no visible dirt, but you're doing it in order to, because uh, cause of your, your, your hygiene. Similarly, a person who washes his face every day for acne, or as many times as he normally washes for acne, or any kind of, you know, um, skin, skin problem, it's muttered to wash his face on tissue above the way he normally would wash. Okay, this is based on the Shulchan Aruch, Dalid Dalet, Semen Yud Aleph, and the Mishaburu commenting there, for those of you who don't trust me. Okay, the Shulchanos has an interesting din. If a person gets to a river on Tisha and he wants to cross to the other side, he's not allowed to cross the river because he'll get, be getting wet and that's bathing. Now, one could ask, what do you mean? He's just crossing, his purpose is to get to the other side. There's no tanu, there's no pleasure involved. The getting me a, getting me a headache stuff like so my understanding is that if you wash if you have to wash because if you have to wash because of dirt, so you're using the water for a particular function you're focusing on, and that's what's moderate. okay. If you have or enter the river to get to the other side, you're not really using the water for any function at all. And that neutral function is not something that's mutter to do on Tisha B'Av. However, if you're getting to the other side with the Dvar Mitzvah, because there's a mitzvah for you, a friend that needs you, a shiur that you want to hear, or whatever it is, it's mutter. And also, if you're doing a and kiss because you're going to lose some money, so it's also mutter to cross the river to get to the other side. Second category is Sicha, which is anointing. You are not allowed to anoint yourself on Tisha B'Av now. In the good old days, they used to anoint themselves with olive oil. But any type of anointing that you make you feel good would, would, be, would be problematic. There are some that say, well, roll-on deodorant, or putting on a deodorant is like a din of Sicha. Reb Moshe was not of that opinion. Reb Feinstein itself felt that on deodorant is not a din of Sicha, and therefore it is a to use on Tisha B'Av. Third category, nilat Hasandal, We refrain from wearing leather shoes on Tisha B'av. The same exact thing as appears in in um, in Yom Kippur. Okay. Now, technically, the only shoes that are also are leather. There are some rishonim and later on achronim that mention. Well, the reason why Chazal said you can't wear leather shoes on T- on Tisha B'av in Yom Kippur is right is because of Omeg. Um, and the reason why they make specifically leather is just because that's all they had in those days. But you know, you have the other things like cork, which is mentioned by somebody showing, or wood, there's some that say that you also should refrain from wearing that as well. And the breakdown is a machoke, well, there's some are machin machlao, meaning on any type of thing that gives you comfort. Some are saying, no, that leather is the type of thing that, you, that everybody walks out on, everybody uses leather shoes. But other types of things, like cloth and, and, and whatever, not everybody walks out in the street with it. And since everybody walks out on the street with it, that's the header to be able to wear it on Tisha B'Av, even though it, it's very comfortable for your, for your feet. Okay, so there are some people that are machmir, and they won't wear shoes at all, or they wear the type of shoes that they would never normally walk out on, or, or very soft moccasins without soles, so that, or not of left course. Um, or when they get to shul, they remove their shoes for the time that they're in shul, and when they, when they just walk back and forth from shul to home, or home to shul, that's when they wear uh, shoes. Okay? Next. Yes? Um, how can you, Wear socks. Like that and that's okay. That's like That's cool. Or flip flops. Hmm. Flip flops. Again, flip flops most people wear non leather shoes. Most people, that's what most people do. So Once you go to, to anything else, it doesn't make any difference a flip flop or a sneaker that has no leather in it. it doesn't make any difference. Or or or, or a Okay. All right. Fourth halach on Tisha B'av is to refrain from tashmi Shamita, which is marital relations. Okay, um, there are some that have the opinion that, that a man and his wife should not sleep in the same bed on Tisha Even if they don't have relations, they should also refrain from sleeping in the same bed. The fifth thing, learning Torah. So it says in Tehillim, Pikudei Hashem, Yishari misan chelev. Okay? The statutes of God are straight and they gladden the heart. And from this, Chazal learned that we shouldn't be learning Torah on Tisha B'av because it makes us happy. So you refrain from learning Torah. However, there are parts of Torah that are inherently, in their content, make us sad. And they are mutza to learn on Tisha B'av. As an example, Eov is mutza to learn. Yir the part that refers to the Chubanabayet, is muta to learn. The Agarita, that refers to parts of Chubanabayet in chas in is muta to learn. Hilchot Tishabav, specifically, is muta to learn on Tishabav. Sefer Miguel Eicha is muta to learn, even though you might love learning. Eicha or Hilchot Tishabav, whatever it is, even if it makes you happy subjectively, it's still muta for you to learn those things. Everything else a person should refrain from learning. Sixth thing is She'elat Shalom. A person is not supposed to be greeting their friends on Tisha Abad. He has to say hi. Now there are some that want to say technically the word Shalom is Shem Hashem and that's what you shouldn't do. But hi is okay. But the meaning of most people is to refrain from greeting friends. Which so, therefore you might want to stay away from places where you can see a lot of friends, like the cotel on Tisha night. You know where everybody is supposed to be sad because the korban, but instead it becomes a big social scene. Right? What do you do if your friend comes up to you and say hi? So one solution would be just to stare the other way and grunt in a very negative way in their direction. Or if you don't want to grunt at them, so you just you could just nod. But you really shouldn't be greeting a friend on Tisha Abad. okay? Seventh thing that you're referring to Tisha B'av is melacha. Now here, melacha meaning a trade, meaning to to go to your employment, it's totally in the If the mina is to work on Tisha B'av, then it's muttah to work on Tisha B'av. Okay. If the mina is not to work on Tisha B'av, then one shouldn't. The Shulchan does mention that even if it's a minor or come to work on Yom ain't no roes siman bracha from that. The wages of that day, you won't see siman bracha. Okay, but obviously, if you know the person's going to lose his job or lose clients or lose whatever, you know, uh, it's, it's completely understandable to go to work. The Shulchan has adds on something that's not mentioned in the in the in the in the Gemara. Um, and that is the minute of sleeping on the floor during Tisha Abbas. Okay, there's no mention of it in the Gemara. It could be, and this is just my theory, that it might hearken from the Din of the where there's a Din of mm-hmm. Hafichat Hamitah. Hafichat Hamita would mean to flip the bed over. Yeah. Now, in the good old days, the bed was basically a frame and the stretch across the frame was either string, ropes, or, or leather straps, and it created a type of like, like a hammock almost. And then they would maybe put straw, and then on top of the straw they would put cloth. By flipping over the bed, what happens is that the, the netting is now directly on the floor. And Hafi was just the way you, you flipped the, the bed over and you slept on the floor. That was the main point. And it could be that that's where the minah of sleeping on the floor in comes from, the Ramah says that the minhag Ashkenaz is to sleep in the bed, not on the floor. But if you slept normally with two pillows, you reduce it to one pillow. If you slept with one pillow, you you reduce it to, to no pillows. Okay. Uh, another interesting minhag, which is not really mentioned by earlier sources, but is mentioned by the Shulchan Aruch, is not to sit on a chair on Tisha but to sit on the ground also parallel to the Neva And for some reason, uh, we stopped sitting on chairs exactly by Chatzot Hayom. If the Chatzot and you could sit on a chair. Also, not a clear Makor as to where that comes, what's the difference between Chatzot. Um, one possible theory is from the Rambam, where the Rambam gives you like a Seder Hayom and Tishabab where they would do a lot of crying in the morning like keynote, do a lot lot of crying until Chatzarayam they would make like a Cheshpon Nefesh meaning it was of a different stage, I've heard people you know, describe it where that after HaChatzot, you have like this hope for redemption uh, coming and maybe that's why there was a change of mood Okay, questions so far yes um, does Shofar say that both the men and the wife sleep on the floor Maybe the make immediate attention to sit on the floor and the wife sleep on the floor? No, 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 no. I just want to say that people sleep on the floor. Yes? Um, a couple of questions. For no learning floor, do you do not make a... For what? Learning floor, do you not make a Birgad Torah in the morning? You definitely do. You yeah. can make a Birgad Torah because you could learn the parts of them with the month to delay. Do you get any score from this learning? Experience. Absolutely, you get some. It's, it's a yeah, you get some. You get also, um, I mean, Anybody else? Yes. Within uh, the God things, what what back to B, you're allowed to do that, but either you know going to you make it more fun. You could learn the God um, of the, the, Is there any God that deals with the Churban Abayet? Yes. Okay. Wait, sorry, my question. Yeah. What are the things like our switch after how to You sit on a chair. That's it. Why everything else is in? Everything else is The only thing that changes by Chatzot is you could sit on a chair. Okay. Now, this year, Tisha B'Av falls out on Shabbat. And there's an interesting Chakira. Do I look at it, the Ikra, the Zman of Tisha B'Av when it falls out on Shabbat to be Shabbat? But since I can't fast on Shabbat, I push it off onto Sunday as a substitute day. Or do I understand that when Chazal will go there, Airfield corporate advised that from now on on Tisha B'Av there's going to be a fast day, it's as though they said fast day on Tisha B'Av and on the year that Tetvaab falls on the Shabbat, it'll be on a Sunday. Such that Sunday now is the Iker day for this year, and Shabbat is Bakhala has no, no significance at all. You see the two possibilities? You got it? Yes? Okay. What's the Nafkamina? So one nafkamina is how to deal with Shwa Shachal Bhutishbah. We discussed this last year or two years ago. Um the Shupanarov actually quotes that their Yeshom and their son that say that the week before Tishba has a din of Shwa Shachal Bhutishbab. It says so as though Tishubab falls out on a Shabbat and therefore Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, have the din of Shua Shachal Botishab the Shulchan says that in the year that it falls on Shabbos, there is no din of because my Tisha B'Av, because Sunday is viewed to be the real day of Tisha and Shabbos is viewed to be nothing, so that the Shua Shechabot Tisha is only Sunday, after Sunday is ready, after Tisha the time of Shua Shechabot Tisha <laughs> um, The Svarim and noheg as far as I know Svarim and noheg that in this year there is no din of Shua Shechabot Tisha got a big smile on your face. Finally, finally, it's worth it. Okay. Anyways, alright. Another nafkamina to this Chakira would be a bris. The Shulchananth says that on a year that's a nidche, the balei ha are allowed to eat. Because it's their yom tov. So if there's a bris on this Sunday, so the father and the mo'el and the sandek get to eat. Okay? Um, the Magen of Rum is called like, on the Shulchan Aruch and says that no, that's only at other Tanat Tib with a like Esther and whatever. Mm-hmm. Not the Magen of Magen um, And the Gra holds that it's, it applies to all Tanat Yod and also Tisha Bav You know, this Yod like the Shulchan Aruch. Um, Anyway, the Orocha Shulchan says that we're not able hachmir by all, by everything, meaning a uh, they don't eat at all. The Archa Shofen says that the minhag is that it, even, even though it's a nidheh, the body don't eat. So that's a machoker, and it could basically be based on this idea. If you understand that the eager day is Sunday, so that it's, it's no lighter than any other fast. Uh, if you understand that it's really on Shabbos, but it's nidheh, so it's, more, it's lighter. Okay? Somebody asked me a Shaila about um... Oh, another, the third nafkamina is what if you have a person who's uh, a woman who's pregnant or a person that's a a mikzat. A koleb a is okay, a person that that is like basically find, finds it very, very hard to function. He's not bedridden 100%, because then he'd be a choler and then he should eat. But he's a choleb mikzat or mubarried a person who's, who's pregnant. So keep a paskins Yesh Kom la Hakeel, Ravad Yosef Setzal, Paschens also. To be Meikil, meaning uh, women who are pregnant this year, according to that, do not have to fast. Another interesting Nafkamina is what if you have a Chatan who gets Bar Mitzvah exactly on Sunday? is the Iker day it was Shabbos, and the only reason why we're fasting on Sunday is to be Mashlin Shabbos, he wasn't Chayat on Shabbos, and therefore he doesn't have to be Mashlin. But if the Iker day is Sunday, then Yitzchayim to fast on Sunday. Okay? Another Nath Kamina between this Chakira is marital relations with your wife on that Shabbos. According to the Shulchan it's Mutter. Because the Shulchan Aruch is basically saying, you look at a Sunday as though it's the Iker day. Ramah held to also that even though it's Shabbos, and we don't not know Igminik of it Shabbos, but the men that are not for Hesia, but we are no, hey? And the are also this year, meaning Tisha B'Av, that falls out on the Shabbat, that a person should not have marital relations with his wife on this Shabbat, on that particular Shabbat. Okay. Now we're up to Yudba'af, the day after Tisha B'Av, but mostly Tisha So the Shukhanah comes out and says that everything is mutter right after Tisha when Tisha B'Av is over, everything is, is But then the Shulchanov. But then the Shulchanov adds on that there's a minog to refrain from eating meat and drinking wine on Murtur Mose- Tisha B'Av. Okay, on Yud B'Av, he says, Yud B'Av. Not just the night, of, but the whole day afterwards. And the Ramah says the minog of Ashkenazim is just Tulkhatzot. So here you have an example where the Svarim are more masculine. The Ashkenazim, because Ashkenazim is just till Chatzot, and not more than that. Now, so that's the Ashkenazi Minhag, that up until Chatzot, you you still follow the Minhag, Nihugya of reyud, refraining from Basar and Yayin, the the Maginabram says, it also adds on, uh, you don't make a Sudat in you don't make a party, you don't listen to music, until Chatzot of Yud Ba'av, the Mishnah Guru says, and you also, don't bathe regularly, just like the minimum of nine days, you don't take a haircut, you don't do laundry until Chatzot. Once Chatzot on Yud Ba'av, then you're allowed to do all of the above. Okay? Wait, what is the Mishra? The said all the Halakha of the, of the nine days basically continue until Chatzot. So that includes doing laundry, uh, bathing, pleasure bathing we discussed uh, two weeks ago and taking a haircut ok questions yep. yes sir um, are you allowed to nap on this one? interesting question you are allowed to nap it is better to refrain from things that cause hesachadat hesachadat meaning you completely forget the fast you forget about the fast, you know, you should be aware of the fest. You shouldn't be watching, you know, I don't know, comedy movies or something like that, or things that, that make you forget the fest. Like but napping, sleeping is, is okay to do. Watching Shemesh, would that be... Would be fine, would be an interesting way of fulfilling your tissue okay.
1: Because as you know,
0: um, you know, the Rav Datzel, as an example, was not for Yom HaShoah. He didn't think that we should, they should create a new date for Yom, Yom HaShoah. And, and he felt that you know the Mesorah the in Judaism is to commemorate all the calamities on Tisha And that's why a lot of Kehilot here in Yeshiva as well, and on a couple of keynotes, they're specifically focusing on the Holocaust. So yes, watching Holocaust movies or movies about the destruction of the Migdash the definitely would be appropriate way of two things to do on Shabbat. Okay, that's all, folks.